Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NBA. Chris Paul's been, he's been a bucket, man. I mean, he, he obviously, you know, he, he gets his team involved. He is the greatest leader, you know, to play this game, but he's been a bucket for a very long time. That's Devin Booker talking about his teammate Chris Paul, Suns and Bucks, game two tonight. Suns trying to go up 2 0, and they're going to have to do it without Dario Saric, torn ACL. So he has done. Sucks for him. You know, it's not funny, but. Interesting is that Antetokounmpo's injury looked looked way, way worse, and then Sarich, yeah. you know, buckled a little bit, and then we see the result. And I feel bad, obviously, for the individual. I mean, it's not a big time blow, but it is for the for the person. So I certainly and he's made some threes and played okay at times. So that sucks. But Chris Paul, the greatest leader of all time, no. From Devin Booker's perspective, I can see entirely why he says it. Sure, absolutely. How do you, but if you phrase it how as the, you say he's not though the history of basketball? Why couldn't he be? There have been so many great leaders. Exactly. So a guy why who might get be? one title late in his career. None of those great leaders did what Chris Paul's done. Went to a team that hadn't made the playoffs for eleven years and got him to the finals. Nobody. Who name me one great leader who accomplished that? So why do you just summarily and ignorantly, I might add, dismiss it? Because you know I have a Phoenix background. 704 at 50 seconds. You piss me off. Cool. I hate soccer. <laughs> I know. We all know that already. Us, That's us, not breaking news. Hold on. Give us 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to hurt you the way you hurt me. Well, you do that every day for years. I mean, oh, I've got a callus. Is there anybody who doesn't want to be a victim in this world? Every day, there's thousands of people who want to be victims. Why does anybody want to be a victim? It doesn't make any sense. Rise above it. Succeed. Yeah, Rise maybe hard, like a salmon. But do it like a phoenix, you fool. <laughs> and that's P-H-O-O-L to you. Oh, really? Everything's PH now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. In honor of us. Sweet. Yeah. My team, my time. I want that one guy to call up. Remember he said, your sons are going down in the first round. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. <laughs> Bring it, PK. And he's a bucket. Kenny Chesney has a song. I changed the beat to an F. <laughs> Pretty good tune. You should play it coming back. Yeah. You got anything you're looking for tonight? Points. The PK keys to the game? Victory. Keep it going. Make shots. I told you Frank Kaminsky would have a key role, and you laughed and mocked and scorned me. (laughs) Everybody wants to be a victim. And now look at Frank. No, that's a fact. That's not not victim. That's indisputed, undisputed, non-disputed. Fact. And now Frank, FK, with the FGA, you watch. Oh, he's going to have the game of his life. The whole state of Wisconsin is going to go nuts. (laughs) 
All right, 7 o'clock tonight on ABC. Boston Celtics star Jason Tatum said he's honored to wear the number 10 jersey for USA Basketball. That was the number Kobe wore for Team USA. And when Bryant was a kid growing or excuse me, when Tatum was a kid growing up, Bryant was his favorite player. Him and five trillion other guys. Sure. <laughs> but he got to the Olympic team. <laughs> he just team. happens to be wearing that. I had no idea that he wore number 10. I never remember that stuff. He should have retired that, though. That would have been cool. First time and only time. Retiring Olympic jersey? In honor of, I mean, obviously, it was a tragic person, a tragic way to die at 41 years of age. It's still stunning to believe. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Draft's getting closer, so it's that time. College athletes who said I'm in the draft are saying, I'm out. I think yesterday was the deadline. I've double-checked that, but I think it was. Marcus Bagley going back to ASU. Another year for the Sun Devils. He's the brother of Marvin, and their grandfather is Joe Caldwell, who's probably the most legendary. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of legendary Sun Devils basketball. Although, you know, just my dumb luck, when I came out of high school... They had Fat Lever and Byron Scott as the guards, so I couldn't play there. Oh, you're so close. (laughs) You're the next option. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's a little inside, folks. That is. Shots fired. (laughs) Otherwise, man. You'd have been the guy. BK throwing lobs to Alton Lister. You could have done that. That's the part of the gig you could have done. I could have hit a J back then. UCLA also getting Johnny Juzang back. He'll be uh, playing for the Bruins. So how about there's been some guys. They, what's, what's interesting in the Bagley thing is that he came in with he came to, he he came in <laughs> with this Josh Christopher, and they were supposed to be all that hyped, and and they sucked last year as a team, right? The worst that uh, I think Hurley's had. Under all circumstances. And, and Christopher, I guess, has still kept his name in there. In fact, I saw a mock draft just yesterday. I've been looking at that stuff since we're getting closer to it, obviously. And, and had the Jazz drafted him. Josh Christopher, 6'5 guard. Uh, with, uh, what, they're going to have the 30th pick of the draft there. And uh, so Bagley had put his name in the transfer portal, too. So then he announced that he's coming back to college. But he didn't announce where because he was in the transfer portal. And then uh, later on the same day yesterday, he announced he's going to come back. And that's that's good for them. They haven't had much to shout about in 30 years, really, since since Byron Scott and Fad Lever. And, but then there's this, uh, some other guys, like Remy Martin, played there for four years and put in a big deal. I mean, I'm a Sun Devil for life, blah, 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 blah. Well, he's put his name in the draft the last couple of years. I don't think he's an NBA player, but... He takes his name back out, so he's going to take advantage of that last year. But he's Mr. Sundell and all, and now he's going to go to Kansas. So there's been a few of those guys on that. That's interesting, the way that is playing out. They take their name out of the draft, but they don't go back to their school. They go back to another They go to another place. It's like we used to look at, the, well, we always look at the pros, you know, the jersey in the laundry, that's what you're loyal to because guys come and go. But now we're seeing at the college level, same too, just, thing. just exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. And maybe even more accelerated, right? At least the pros, you have multi year deals. 
who was it who was telling us uh, you're not dealing with free agency every year? I think it was uh, Mark Madsen when he was on. Saying in the pros, I mean, guys do sign three-year deals and stay put. You're dealing with free agency every year, but not with the whole roster. But at college, now, now it's massive. It's free yeah. agency for the whole roster every year. And I think college basketball, maybe it's because here locally the teams haven't been making any NCAA tournament runs to uh, any degree. BYU got in, obviously, and uh, Utah State gets in sometimes, but Utah's been down. But college basketball's taking such a hit, and I wonder if that's going to play even more because now it becomes even slimier in a sense. Now, these kids are free to do what they want. Fine. I couldn't care less. Right. And aside, basketball. But, but aside from that, how are the fans, you know, they do it all the time, and we see it with the pros. You say, well, you don't really know the guys. You think you know this guy. You really like this guy. You bond with him. Now, you bond with him at a really superficial level. You never hang out with him. You don't really know that much about them. Yeah. But in the colleges, how are you going to... You could... You know, with the youths were having their great runs and they brought guys back, you felt like you got to know them. You certainly got to know their personalities on the court. Oh, for four years. Yeah. And you'd see feature stories on them in a newspaper and interviews on TV mm-hmm. yeah, and the radio. Yeah, and now, the media doesn't have the access to tell their stories. The guys aren't staying put in one place long enough to have their stories told. So basically, if you're going to be a fan, it's because, well, it's been a lifetime thing and this is what I do. Or they win. Or they win a lot, and then it just becomes purely transactional. Well, yeah, I'll go watch them because they're going to win 25 or 30 games, and they're going to go deep in the NCAA tournament. But that can only be true, and you hear it all the time in the pros. Well, we'll win, so we don't have to worry about the PR stuff. Well, for an individual club, that might make sense for a while. But for a, a pro league or a college conference... Obviously, you're going to go 500, right? Everybody can't win. Maybe in a college, you can bolster that by, you know, paying money games and winning in the non-conference. But you can only have so many NCAA tournament teams. <laughs> About 16 are going to be in the Sweet 16. Everybody can't count on that. The same as the NBA. 30 teams can say we're going to win. Well, 16 are going to go to the playoffs, and two of you are going to go to the finals. So... I, but I don't know how to change it. I mean, you just go back in time and say, well, it ought to be like it was then. Well, that's not going to happen. It's not going to change. No, not at all. So you just wonder, does the public stay stay bought into the same thing? If they degree? win, yeah. yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I was trying to get involved in it. Someone who had knowledge on this situation, I remember us talking to Condon, to everyone, to find out when it was happening, and I remember Saturday, I was so stressed out. And finally, we talked to someone. It was like seven at night. And they're like, no, nothing's happening at the earliest till tomorrow. So you can finish your night. So I'm like, all right, I'm done. Put my phone down, talk to Mandy. I'm like, all right, let's go out to dinner. Let's have some drinks. A half an hour later, my buddy calls me. He's like, I'm just telling you, if you want Stafford, you need to get a hold of him right now. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, we just talk to people. Like, I can sleep on this. We'll talk to him tomorrow. I'm just telling you, you need to talk to him right now. And it totally, I knew it. And then I said, it was all over. That's Kyle Shanahan on the Matthew Stafford trade. Stafford, uh, Detroit, and the uh, the Rams made the trade. Who's Mandy? His wife. Are you sure? No. Are you sure they're married? I can't be sure of that. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. <laughs> you Utah County people. <laughs> Now he's looking it up. Yeah, look it up. Get this over with. Let's move on. This guy, he's addicted to looking stuff up. He is. 
Yeah, they married in 2005. They got three kids. So, what message does this send to your current quarterback? Or you're so far down the road with your current quarterback is just the guy who's there, so what? Apparently the Niners have kicked the tires on everybody. Right? Oh, Mandy. Jimmy G. I knew that was coming. Jimmy G. Yeah, well, you're the guy. You're the guy until we get somebody better. Well, then go be better yourself. Why wouldn't that motivate you? Why does it that could. have to turn you off? Go prove them wrong. Hasn't anybody ever doubted you in a, in a job-wise? Yes. Well, then <laughs> yeah. did you just shrivel up? No, I'm still here. So no, you, you prove them friggin' wrong. Comma. That's a little <laughs> comma there. There's an exclamation point. Ain't no it's, comma. It's comma, and then there's no, a no. certain word, and well, then there's an exclamation You can point. use whatever word you want. Come on, man. I've been told. I'm working at the Tribune two months. I think you should find another job. I just moved two states over. I can find another job? No. no. You need to find another job. XFL announced on Wednesday it's planning to relaunch in 2023. They had talks about collaborating with the Canadian Football League, but those talks didn't really work out. 2023. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive Sunday. Sweet. That's a nice That's a nice, nice throwback that's to Shanahan. Nice. That ties to Shanahan. That was his draft comment. Um, will Jimmy G be on the roster? Zero commitment to Garoppolo in San Francisco. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 40. Former Stanford, Notre Dame, and Washington coach Tyrone Willingham will be joining the college football playoff committee on a one-year term, replacing former Texas A&M coach R.C. Slocum, who's stepping down due to health concerns. Willingham previously served on the committee from 2014 to 17. Those Unde- committee members, they just recycle them. Und- they do. Undefeated teams are in. Two lost teams are out. The one lost teams, they'll sort out. That's all it comes down to. Well, uh, for now, we're talking about, or is this term go when the thing changes? This starts know. now. I know, but I get that. But how long are these terms? I don't Normally know. Normally three, um, three years. Because it it's not a whole lot of controversy now. I'm wondering if it will be more interesting then. More debate then. It, it, now, the, the really the only debate is because ESPN has a television show and has to come up with a debate. So they make a debate, even though really one doesn't exist. It sorts itself out to a large degree most years. Right. I mean, they do the, the, the first poll of the in-between Duke yeah. versus uh, Kentucky and Michigan State versus uh, some other big-time right. college. They have North some Carolina. Du- they have some doubleheader, yeah. and while the teams are yeah. changing in over. Chicago, and they bring right. in Herb they, Street, and they make it so dramatic. They, they clear the bench yeah. and, and let the teams <laughs> warm up, and for 30 minutes, oh, I think these guys, I think these guys, these are my top four. But it's all just manufactured. But, yeah, and it's just four out of the six teams that we know it's going to be anyway. None of the group five teams are going to be invited. None of the two lost teams are going to be invited. The undefeateds are in. It's yeah. like the NBA lottery. They go a half hour for something that takes 30 seconds. Yep. NHL's Florida Panthers announced plans to establish an opportunity for college athletes to align with them as part of a recent rule change that allows college athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Panthers have started gauging interest from athletes who attend universities nearest to where they play, so that's primarily Miami and Florida Atlantic. So they're going to have college athletes align with them. What are they going to do? Pump up games and Every one of them will be interested. You put money in my pocket, I'm interested. 
Gauging interest? All those in favor? I think they're deciding how much money. Because you're right. Says. I know. Gauging your interest level. I can't I have be a bothered. Lot of if you're going to put money in my wallet, but I, I've got but a lot of interest. But somebody maybe say. can't be bothered for fifty or hundred bucks, but they can for five hundred or a thousand. Why not? Well, I guess why they got to guess you gauge their interest. Well, the guy who you don't throw away fifty bucks. Maybe you do. I think we just people no. out there in Radio Land. We just found out if you ever knew the difference between him and us, and I include you as us. We just found out. Do you have to drive across town and do something? Or do you just have to pick up your phone and do something on social media? What the hell's the difference? It's all got to be negotiated. <laughs> if they're paying me money, I'm doing it. You saved a school 600 grand? That was 600,000. Well Big pile of cash right there. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The next 2-2 home. You foul it off your front foot, you foul it off your back knee, and what do you do? You say, you'll have to take that little casual jog, and he rockets that one out. I don't want Aguilar swinging a blast, deep to left, McKinstry back at the wall. Goodbye! A walk-off home run! Aguilar, his first in the year at Low Depot Park. It's a three-run game winner! And the Marlins have beaten the Dodgers for the third consecutive night. 9-6 the final. Jesus Aguilar there with the three-run shot to give the Marlins the win. The Nationals blow out the Padres 15-5. So the Giants with a win on the Cardinals pick up a game on both of them. And the first highlight you heard was Shohei Otani. Fouling a ball off his knee, off his foot, and then homering for the 32nd time this year, which is a record for a Japanese player coming over to the major leagues. Hideki Matsui had hit 31 and now Otani's got 32 and is on pace for 60. Blow by that record. Yeah, I mean, that was a matter of when. Matter of when. And when is now. And they won. What was that noise in the middle of that call? Ha <laughs> oh, He's an exciting player now. Uh, that game was on the MLB Networks. So I was watching it. and He just uh, makes everybody excited when he, when he comes to the plate. I mean, he... He's right now, and Trout's been out with that calf injury for weeks, and no mess, they don't even have a timetable for him to return. Uh, he clearly, without question, is the number one attraction in that ball club, and he's got to be right there at the top. This is this reminds me of when I was a kid, what Fernando did for the Dodgers on the mound. It was just the unbelievable level of excitement. Cubs beat the Phillies 8-3, so the 11-game losing streak is over. Cubs back in the win column. Mets ace Jacob DeCrom announced he will skip the All-Star game to spend time with his family and prepare for the second half of the season. He was the Mets' lone All-Star game representative. How often do we see that, PK? I don't remember a lot of that happening. What? All-Star game? I'm out. Well, he's a pitcher, and he's going to pitch right before, so he wasn't going to pitch. The way his uh, rotation, the way his up. rotation fell, so it just would have been an appearance. Put on the uniform, he's in the sit in the East ballpark Coast to go all the way out there. Maybe Denver. if they had kept it in Atlanta, it might have been a little bit different. I don't know that. So whatever game, any this stuff goes on with or without you. He wasn't going to play anyway. I mean, he's a stud. 
Bees open a six-game series at Smith's Ballpark tonight against the Sacramento Rivercats. First pitch, 635. Get your tickets at slbees.com or listen to the game right here on The Zone with Steve Klauke on the call. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. You're right, exactly. You know, I was surprised as well a little bit. You know, but uh, it was uh, it was perfect uh, ball from Aaron, and uh, luckily uh, I found uh, the back of the net. You know, and then uh, it was it was a good start of the game. We were kind of sleepy a little bit in the first half because we were too deep. We, uh, I mean, Vancouver had more ball possession and couple of I want to say half chances, but nothing nothing crazy. And then it was outstanding performance second half we, we played, and uh, at the end of the day uh, we we. Deserved uh, three points. Demir Krylock there scored in the first minute of the game, added a second 42 goal. 42 seconds, and you yeah. say there's no action in that sport. How come we never have Sniggy's calls? I don't know. I don't roll on during the game. I mean, come on. That'd be so darn exciting. I'll start doing that, I guess. Demir Krylock now with seven goals on the year. Tops on the team. Now, I wonder. He's from Croatia. Yes. Is he buddies with Bojan Bogdanovic? Yes. And did you know they were born only two days apart in April? There you go. I know that part. They're both 32. One was born April 16th. The other was born April 18th. From the same country coming over here in little old Salt Lake City, Utah, and doing very well. That's interesting, isn't it? It's a small world. After all. Yes. No, I'm not going to do it. So, and because if I do it, you're going to say, "Oh, I knew that was coming." The world of laughter, a world of cheer. <laughs> Brian Dunst's sister is getting married and is engaged to someone who grew up near there. And uh, Dunny took him to uh, to practice the training session on. Uh, this was a Friday, right? Practice is okay. This I, is the U.S. I'm, I'm lost on the days of the week. It doesn't the matter. The game was Wednesday, it, so it's Tuesday. It, it's irrelevant. And they had like a 10 minute chat. They were talking about the motherland. Bogdan- wasn't Bogdan- in Bogdanovich? No, Demir and and Denny's soon-to-be brother-in-law. Hit it off. Albert Rusak, Anderson, and Julio also score RSL when they get two goals. Four wins, one draw. The second goal is everything. Get shut out or have the one goal, then Well, you should always happen. have multiple goals. How many times have I said that? I mean, come on. Now they get 10 days off. Much deserved. Come back. Refreshed. A road trip to LAFC and then the Galaxy at home. Play both LA teams. Yeah, boom, boom. Back to back. Exactly. Coming up this morning, Mark Harlan, University of Utah Athletic Director at 8.30. Craig Bowlerjack at 9 o'clock. We'll talk uh, name, image, and likeness in the ever-changing world of college athletics with Mark Harlan. In this ever-changing world in which we live in. Thank you, Paul. (laughs) Mark at 8.30, Ute fans. Be ready for that. Coming up next, lots of teams, lots of wins, but you only care about two of them. Or the excellence across the board fires you up. We'll get to that. Stay with us. And also, Marv Albert with his all-time NBA team. 55 years. I was going to say 55 years calling games. I can remember Local when I was a and kid network. Sure. listening to Marv Albert yeah. in the New York area. He's 80. 
So nobody has got the the whole NBA history, right? The NBA is coming up on 75 years here, but 55 That's is an awfully good yeah. chunk of it. And he did say he feels a year younger, and he said the uh, 79 is the new 80. That was his line. We'll get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Big Show. The Big Show. With Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. The Suns take a one-game-to-none lead in their series with the Bucks. Extraordinary performance from Chris Paul in his final debut. Kind of funny that he threw, you know, Jay may get hot. We just feed off of each other. Kale could get going. Jay might be hot. Jay was not hot. <laughs> Over it. Jay struggled. I had this opinion when Jay was here. Nobody shoots a harder ball than Jay Crowder. <laughs> you see Steph Curry miss a three, and it's just soft off the rim. You know, Jay misses a three, and it's bam And it rockets into the, like, fifth row. I wonder how Jazz fans feel. Brings back memories, I'm sure. He was kind of the definition of a streak shooter. Some nights he won it for you and some nights he didn't. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O' Tires. The team you trust. On 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Zero Res. When you get the garbage cleaned, it's never just clean. It's Zero Res clean. Don't have it any other way. Just $33 per room clean. Plus, you get a fourth room free. You deserve the best. You deserve Zero Res. Schedule with Zero Res today by calling them at 801-288-9376 or schedule online by searching for Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. Put an F on the B of my bubba 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 bucket list. Give me guitars. <laughs> Thinking about the way that I've been living. I don't know where I'm getting. This is a good tune. You need to open your mind. Rearrange the letters of the alphabet. (laughs) Change the B to an F. So I got up and left. Six pack of chillaxification. Doesn't that sound good? I'm ready. In the summer. Chillaxification. It's like 100 degrees at 8 o'clock last night. It's like the first night in 28 years I felt like I was back in the valley of the blazing sun. It's not cooling off. No, it didn't. It was really weird. That, and where I live, it's garbage day. So I went and took out the garbage at like 8 o'clock. And man, it is seriously hot. Normally, you have a cooling off period. Not happening. No. As my wife was coming back from walking the dog. She said he barely moved. Oh, really? The dog's <laughs> like, I don't really want to walk. <laughs> I'm not into this. I'm not up for this Well, one she today. goes up to the school at, at around the same time each evening, and they usually have the sprinklers in the big open field, and he just goes nuts, and they didn't have them on. Uh-huh. So no sprinklers and hot. And he's like, get me out of here, mama. Marv Albert, 55 years, calling NBA games. I wonder if anybody's worked in the NBA longer. Well, that's a good question. 55 years, that's an awfully good run. Yes! I was eight years old, and I heard, yes! When Dean Meminger would make a pass to Phil Jackson, he'd do that awkward left-handed hook shot. And John Gianelli would get an offensive board. Those were the Knicks of my youth. People don't know it, because I don't talk about it, but I got the Knicks way back. Yes! Marv Alberts, 
all-time NBA team. LeBron James and Larry Bird are the forwards. Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan are the guards. And Kareem's the center. Anybody want to argue that? Of course. Abdul is the absolute, which is bizarre to say, but it's true, the most underrated superstar of the highest level ever. That was multiple qualifiers, but I liked it. He did, Nobody ever mentions him as the best player of all time, and he deserves massive mention. Whatever MJ got, Abdul got. Championships, MVPs. Yeah, all-star appearances, all-star blah, blah, appearances, blah, 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 blah. Most points scored. Most points. Isn't that the point of basketball? To put the ball in the hoop in basketball? That's why they say it back east. Basketball? You're a big Kornheiser guy. He'll talk about basketball. All the time. <laughs> Absolutely. I would have talked like that if I would have stayed. I would have had a, a quarter for my daughter's dog. Get him some water. Tony says, I'm not a Laker fan at all, but I would take Kobe over LeBron, and I would take Shaq over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I wouldn't. Game on the line. 15 feet away, unguarded. Who do I want? Kareem. He literally did it. Did it to the Pistons. They were going to win a title, and Kareem hit two pressure free throws. There's no question. I mean, there's not a hack and Abdul. If you're going for the clutch genes, you take Kobe over LeBron. Or LeBron has had to carry teams in a way Kobe didn't. Uh, he had, I, I look at it that he was more able to. Now, if I, if I use my center comparison, if I got one shot from the perimeter, I could argue I'm taking Kobe over anyone. Anyone. I mean, he had the killer mentality, the mom and all that stuff, and no matter what you think of him. but And that's what I love about Mitchell. Because I see in Mitchell... In terms of mentality, Kobe MJ. I think he's got it. The want to to yeah. make the big shot. Yes, I think it the flair, the style, the ability, the desire, all the crap that metrics doesn't measure. I see it in Mitchell and I saw it in those two. I'm not saying he's the same player, but I'm talking about these intangible things. I see the same instinct and I have the same level of confidence that I had in those two. And I don't know that I had any more level of confidence in those two than any player. More. Maybe as much, but not more. I put Kobe and MJ in terms of just ripping the heart away from you. Those two. And yeah, Kobe might be a little more arrogant and all that stuff, but really that only made me love him even more. That's even, He was even more cold-blooded. I mean, he, he was something. So, Matt says that's not a bad squad at all. Marv kind of knows what he's talking about. Yes! And he gave you a kind of, because you really don't like that. Kind of. Yeah, just ask the question. Don't soft pedal it. Kind of. Just go right at it, man. And people don't understand in the media, the tougher the question, the more the person who's being asked the question will respect you. 
I know what the question is. Just ask it and I'll answer it. Yeah. I've often found the, the tough question, don't worry about it. They'll respect you more for doing your job. I went through it for years. The, the time has kind of passed me by, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely. But, you know, these younger guys I hear in these interviews, the kind of, just they'll respect you more. Even I mean, you're not there to be their friend anyway. You want to be their friend, you should get out of the business. And go be their friend. Colton says Scotty Pippen should be there over Michael because he was the reason for him being so successful. Uh, sarcasm. He yeah. actually put sarcasm in there so people didn't miss it. <laughs> well, can you imagine what Scotty would have been able to achieve if he were white because Phil Jackson was a racist? According to Mr. Pippen. Right? He's comfortable with saying that. He has said he it. He said it on Danny Pugh. Dan Patrick, for those of you who don't know. I'm not going to go by. They call me Patrick Joseph. That's why you call me Sniggledorf. You just will no. not acknowledge stage no. names. Well, that's just your middle name. You and Dan Pugh did the same thing. I'm with your middle name. Gideon says, Mars List seems biased towards the 80s and 90s. Wilt the Stilt didn't hold so many records for so long for nothing. Almost nothing. So we isolated by position Kareem over Wilt, Bill Russell, Shaq. Any centers you would put in that group? Those four? They, they say George Mikan was unbelievable. Yep. Any other centers that I'd put in that group? And you should have seen Sabonis in the European leagues. Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> didn't we, hear, we heard that for like 10 years, didn't we? We did. Actually, I would, I would put a healthy Bill Walton there, in all honesty. But he didn't have any, he had no health. Uh, Bill Walton, to me, a healthy Bill Walton, and we only saw it for a sliver. Dominated. Was just as good as he can get. I read his book. And in that final, he glosses over that one where he was 20 or 21 or something. Mm -hmm. In the NCAA final. Yeah. (laughs) He just just glossed over it. And people talked about it. And I was too young uh, to have witnessed it. But that doesn't matter. You can look it up and whatnot. And I heard people talk about that. And all the stuff that he can do or was able to do was just incredible. I mean, he's known more now for his flamboyance on the broadcast that he does and all that stuff. And uh, his brother was Tom Hummel's roommate in college. They both played football for the Bruins. Did you know that? No, I did not. Well, Watch Bill Wall. I mean, I knew his brother was an athlete, but Bruce. I didn't know his brother. Yes, but I didn't know his brother and Hummel had the tie. Yes, they were roommates. He, he, he broadcast a BYU game once and he said it. So, I mean, he's known for that. I saw him down in Vegas at the MGM when they used to play the tournament there, and he was in that little mall area, the indoor that goes big, long path from the casino back to the arena, and he was just mobbed. So I would put him as a healthy. He just had no duration whatsoever. He's like JoJo Charbonneau, one rookie of the year for the Cleveland Indians and then got hurt and you never heard from him again. You remember JoJo Charbonneau? I know the name. Phenomenal season. You should remember it. Look it up. How do you spell Charbonneau? (laughs) (laughs) 
Brian says, that's a great team, but no Dr. J. No Kobe. And there are others. There's too many great players to narrow it down to five. No, there's not. <laughs> that's the whole point. Yes. <laughs> Actually. My top five see, includes 15. <laughs> I, I, I totally get Kareem at center, and I'm fine with that, but I know the other three have people you know, pushing it. I think when you go to forward, it comes down to LeBron, Larry Bird, and the guy who gets squeezed down this list is Tim Duncan. But I don't think it goes beyond that. No letter carrier, huh? Wow. No, no letter carrier, no. Wow. Um, how about uh, Elgin Baylor? How about him? Sure. No. Others receiving votes? You don't even give letter carrier others receiving votes? The second leading scorer in the three, league? Wow. Those three have separated themselves. Uh, fine. But I'm saying players. also receiving votes. You don't even consider him. I think he's got to at least minimally be in the discussion. But well, I know he didn't win a title. Yeah. He won me several in my fantasy basketball. <laughs> the guy was absolutely awesome, man. I think I won three titles, and we did it down in California with the guys I work with, and we would brag about it, and they got so sick of me. I mean, they hated me. They didn't even give me a goodbye party. Said, Get out of here, man. Tired of you and your big mouth. <laughs> and I would always go with Malone. Taunt, all you did was taunt USC fans and <laughs> Laker fans. They were happy to see you go. And some, some appreciated me. They appreciated my singing. <laughs> I used to belt out tunes. We worked nights, nights on end in there. Putting out, we put out three editions, so we had a lot of work, but we, we had a great time. Still friends with a lot of those guys all these years later. And I would pick Malone every year if I could because we went on – Aggregate total points, uh, rebounds, uh, assists, steals, and blocks. And for points and rebounds, I mean, you go the not average, just a total number. And since he always played every game, he would dominate. And I, I really believe you got to at least consider him. If you don't want him on your final list, okay. Sure. And if you're doing a top, top five, top ten list, no. absolutely he's on it. But no. don't you think those three have pulled away from the field? I'd have to go back and look. I mean, Dr. J is someone that if you're going to go for entertainment factor, uh, I mean, he's isn't he recognized as the face of the ABA? And so do yeah. I just just discard him? Dr. J? Dr. I mean, J. In my Julius mind, Irving. I can see him with the windmill in the, was it in the finals against the Lakers? And the other one, he starts on one end of the baseline and he ends up on the fourth row of the other baseline. And he puts it in off the backboard. Come on, I've got to consider him. Swooping to the hoop. Who could make that? When they say Connie Hawkins could, and that was way back, uh, before the league was getting any type of publicity to the level it gets, even in Dr. J's day. And and the slam dunk, what did he do? Take off from the other free throw line? They made him register while he was in the air. F- FCC, FAA, had to land him. <laughs> Please clear the runway. <laughs> That's what they should have done. If anybody wants, if you're looking for something new, get the FAA out there. Get, the, get, a get some guy with the noise, noise canceling. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and then the flashlights with the plastic on the end. Bring them in. Yeah, yeah, and have a, a fake guy in a tower. Set it up like that, man. Add some more. Come on, guy. I've just given you a ticket to win the thing. 
Matt SM and Ryan, all three of them, 100%. Perfect. I agree 100%. Marv Albert's all-time NBA team. Kareem at center, LeBron James and Larry Bird at forward, and Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan at the guard. There's no argument at the guard, is there? I mean, I just said three forwards. (laughs) Magic and Michael. Right between the trees, he's making a pass. I can see it right now. I'm looking at him. Yes. I mean, come on. And you totally dismiss him? Yes. I am looking at the vaccine man himself. John R. Stockton. I'm going to look it up. (laughs) And I've got a word. It's H, actually, isn't it? Yeah, for hell of a point guard. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's for Houston. It's a family name. I've got a word that needs to be changed. And when you all want to advocate Stockton, you always say pure. I've got a word that is going to change that, and it's going to make your argument a thousand times more legitimate. Take away the word pure, and I've got a word. And during the break, tweet in the word to Sniggy here and see if you can get it right. If you get it right, I got nothing to give you, just my respect, which is way more than any prize materialistically that I could give you. This is the word that you have to use. And we come back, I will give you that word. I want you all to all right. guess the word. Twitter, David DJ James. And don't try to send me some of those words, people, because I'm not reading them. So stick to the contest. This we can even do on mine. I don't know that I'll look at them, but you can put it on my Twitter. I've got the word. If you want to elevate John H. Stockton, which stands for hell of a point guard, I've got the word that will elevate him and decline magic. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Stuart Mandel, editor-in-chief of The Athletic. What are we looking at right now with the college football playoff? How much longer are we going to deal with this 14 thing before we see an expansion? The message coming out of the last set of meetings in Dallas is definitely, you know, pump the brakes. This is very complicated. There's a lot of contracts, and they all go through 2026. And that it would actually be surprising to the people in that room if they could start it earlier. I think the reality is that they're going to have a discussion with ESPN this summer, and ESPN's going to say, we'll pay you whatever you want to blow that thing up and start it sooner. I don't think you can put that back in the bottle and say, we're not going to use this for five years. I think there's everybody involved to figure out a way to get it started sooner, and the logical date is 2023, two seasons from now. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness right here on the Zone Sports Network. Bubba. So Marv Albert's calling a career, 55 years calling NBA games locally and at the network level. And he put out his all-time top five. Kareem's the center. LeBron James and Larry Bird are the forwards. And he's got Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan as the guards. 
A lot of you like that list. Few of you want to tweak it. Oh, a everyone bit. likes it. Do you think some people want to tweak it? Okay, but you still got to like it. So, for people who want Stockton in there, how do you get Stockton over Magic? And you said there's a word. Well, everybody would say, "Oh, he's the best pure point guard." Well, what is pure? Now, if you want to elevate John Stockton. Kevin says Stockton equals unadulterated. <laughs> this must be what PK the Pure will say. I don't even know what that means. Justin says if you want the word, the word is the bird. Larry the bird. I'm thinking of a word. You need to substitute pure. Because pure doesn't cover it. Because Magic played point guard. He jumped center, but he played point guard. So if you want to move him off and move up, John, you need to stop with the bird pure. You've been using the wrong word all these years. It's like all these guys who keep saying reoccurring. And there's one guy in particular, and we have him on. He says it. Uh, is it Mike Conley had a reoccurring hamstring injury. It's not reoccurring. It's recurring. You, I know it should be reoccurring, but it's not. It's recurring. So drop the O. You got me? Sure. In fact, he used it the other day, and I don't know. Should I tell him or not? <laughs> no. And hopefully he's listening this morning because I know he listens. It's recurring, not reoccurring. So you're using the wrong word. And pure isn't the word. I've got the word. What is it? You want me to give it to you? I do. Should I do it now? Yes. As we speak. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Yuck. You just recur, just record the word yes. And then you just play it. And what are we, Marv Albert now? Yeah. Yes. It's Marv's list. Why not? Yes. And it it was Gordon's list. <laughs> the word yes. that you should use and substitute when you say, instead of saying pure, you just say, when I'm talking point guards, I want heretofore, from now on, you use the word strictly. Because that then moves magic off that list. I, the greatest magic fan of all time, have to acknowledge he played more than that. But he did play point guard, a large portion of it. But don't say pure. Say strictly. And even today, with today's guards, are the really strictly point guards or the greatest guards today that we identify as point guards aren't a lot of them combo guards. Yes. So if you want to elevate John, use the word strictly. That elevates him. Because when you say strictly point guard, who comes to mind more than John? Seriously, who comes to mind more than John? If I say strictly, name me your best strictly point guards. He's right Steve there. Steve Nash. I like strictly it. Strictly a point guard. I like it. Jason Kidd. Gary Payton. I like them. 
all strictly point guards. I don't think of any of them as combo guards. But, Isaiah Thomas, combo guard. But you make a strong argument that Stockton is better than the name guys you may, named. Nash should be a tough one. But you can Kid make a strong didn't argument. Quite shoot it well enough. Oh, he didn't come even close. Yeah. What do you mean quite? This is not take the. That's like kind of, kind of quite. <laughs> he didn't come near shooting it well enough. There's just no way. That was the one negative about his game. It's the only negative, really, when you think about it. I mean, he's a very good player, right? Hall of Fame player, but his outside shot was suspect. And he played in an era that he can get away with it. It's interesting to think, what would Jason Kidd be now, where it's required? See, if John played now, where it's required, no problem. Fire it up. In fact, you'd want one of the knocks against the guys. He didn't shoot enough. And you never say, no one's telling Jay Crowder, Jay, you don't shoot enough. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Haven't heard anyone say that. He shoots the hardest ball. (laughs) Thanks, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not a compliment. It really isn't. He's the Majin of the NBA. Who broke the glass backboard at Peterson Gym, and they and it wasn't the thing where you just wheel it in. It was mounted to the wall, so we had like a forty-five minute delay on a West Coast deadline. Yep, I was pissed. All right, DJ and PK. When we come back, excellent in the sport or two you care about, or you want it across the board, even if you're not following the sport. We will get to that. Next, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.